Welcome to Wisdom at the Crossroads, the podcast, now in its second year. I'm your host, Amanda Onchalenko, and I'm excited to be continuing our journey, where each week, through the experience of story, we pause to connect to each other, and most importantly, to ourselves. If you've been following along with me, you'll know stories feature creativity and inspiration, and the paired mindful mandate meditations at the end are a short few minutes of self-care you can take anywhere. This year, I'll be adding to the catalogue as we continue to make ourselves available to the creative magic all around us through the action of slowing down. I hope you'll join me weekly to connect to your own stories through my examples, to find your own wisdom at the crossroads where action and presence meet. Warm thoughts on the paint wall during a cold winter take me on a visual journey, literally. Thanks for joining me for this episode. You might not be a painter, but with this episode and the guided meditation that follows, I invite you into a colourful story, a reflection that will take us for a walk down memory lane. During our self-care pause, we'll initiate a sacred fire within. But first, a little update on the present moment, or at least the present moment I was in as I was preparing this episode of the podcast. Back at the studio, work began a little tentatively for me, I have to admit. I was jet-lagged and rusty after an extended break, so I responded to the need to spend some time in my space without any expectation to be productive. I guess I took a little physical pause. I don't know about you, but I have a nesting instinct, and I really need to get comfortable in a space before any real work can begin. It doesn't have to be a long process, but I do need to reintroduce myself to a space, even if that space is my own office. First days back at the studio reacquainting with routine might involve a short visit or a bagged lunch break. How do you connect to the spaces that accommodate your needs, at home or at work? If you really think about how you navigate the spaces that surround you, you might find some small ceremonies or rituals you have built in around your habits. That's a question you might like to pose in your journal after our pause together, or you're free to pause me at any time in the recording to dive in to make notes on your own stories and revelations along the way. Every work period at the studio yields something different for me, and coming back to work after an absence doesn't mean I automatically pick up from where I left off. Once I got materials back in my hands, though, I felt relieved to be climbing back onto my painting horse, to engage with the creative process and accept the healing balm that painting really is for my soul. What I didn't have were any grand plans or expectations other than to offer myself a gentle space to land as my system recalibrated to my new season and time zone. Leaning casually against the wall of the studio was a pair of 20 by 40 inch verticals I'm calling the pink pair. They had a soft and loose beginning but had been waiting for my attention since late the previous summer. A painting will often need some time to cure, to rest, until my attention is drawn back to the shape or size of the canvas or to the early marks I had started on the surface. The painting pause can be the result of a variety of circumstances. I might have gotten to a point where I am unsure of where to take a painting, or maybe I needed to prioritise my time for a commission or some other obligation. In this case, there was something delicate and soft 
and lovely that I was reluctant to lose by being too quick to add more marks on the developing surface. Re-engaging might mean losing some of the subtleties of the original early marks, but I might at the same time appreciate the action of the experience. To be grateful, to be getting a new feel for materials and building confidence in the choices I now get to make. Let's not kid ourselves, though. Sometimes I really do muck things up, and the subtle marks I was drawn to are quickly lost. That actually happened today, so I apologise to the people who were interested in that pair, because they're gone. There'll be something else now. (laughs) But when that happens, I really like to give myself permission to begin again from a new starting point and be grateful to have had an opportunity for another day at the paint wall. There will always be more choices to make and many more mental mind games to play. Every experiment I find or experience and development in the creative process is cumulative and it's important to allow ourselves to play and to not expect a masterpiece at the end of every studio day. Sometimes what we think is a blunder will lead us down an unfamiliar path and into a new painterly direction. And that's what I'm hoping will happen with the pink pair. Choosing to take a particular path in any composition is making a choice. Not making a decision is also a choice. In this instance, I chose to play, to get my hands dirty, and some of my clothes as a consequence. Even some of my jewellery I discovered late on this day bears the marks of an active week at the studio. It's nothing that can't be washed or rubbed off, So, all is well in the grand scheme. The past week was definitely a reminder that art and the making, like our daily tasks in the job or passion that consumes your time, is not reserved for the rare days when we feel blissfully inspired. Art is work. Work is work. Some of it might be playful. For me, it is all self-directed, but none of it comes with a guarantee. I'm grateful for the restorative pause that invites me into a new chapter, and I look forward to discovering where these new experiences will lead me. You might want to check out the blog on my website, www.mandart.ca, to see if there are any images of those paintings, some befores and afters. By the time we publish, maybe they'll be finished, and I'll be able to share them with you. So let's begin now to settle in for a few minutes of self-care. We'll work towards becoming mindfully present wherever we are. So I'll invite you now to settle in where you are or don your headphones if your practice involves taking me on a walk with you outdoors. It's winter as I record this episode on the Canadian prairies, which means it's pretty chilly for a gathering around a fire pit outdoors for now. But with our powers of visualisation in our meditative toolbox, I'd like to invite you to bring your creative imaginings along with you as I share a story and some prompts to pause along with me, wherever you are and whatever the weather. I'm calling this one the Sacred Fire Meditation. We'll begin with a seasonal memory shared in story form. This story began at the lake during fall cleanup as we raked and mowed leaves, emptied out planter boxes and trimmed and clipped shrubs and trees in preparation for the cooling weather and the winter to come. The side yard wood pile was pretty dishevelled at that time of year, so I gathered fallen pieces, 
and stacked the fire pit in the front yard with split, fallen, misshapen logs and awkward boughs that could not adhere to the rhythm of stacked firewood on the waiting rows. The weather was cool but cosy, and my cheeks, red with exertion, reflected the exhilaration of being outside in a transitioning season, embracing the outdoors. My attempt at clean-up was short-lived, as each time I came to the front yard, I found I was drawn to the concrete circle that smouldered or flared with the crackle of logs. Each trek between activities filled my arms with debris that I added to the fire, and my small, active blaze soon bloomed. Cedar fronds gathered from the ground beneath our ancient side-yard colony were among my collected offerings that I added to the growing fire and paused to take in the medicine the earth provided. If I close my eyes to recall the memory of that day right now, I can almost smell the aroma of cedar rising in that seasonal moment. I can hear the click and flares and cracks and pops of the wood burning. Pause with me here to take some intentional breaths, to fully inhale before allowing the air to flow out of the nose on the exhale. The visual memory furnishes an image of the little brown fronds curling and cracking as I remember them igniting, burning white, and then relaxing back into the ashes. The process felt sacred, and I found myself then, as I do now, recalling the interactions, slowing down, feeling soothed and calm. Fire has a way of settling us, don't you think? The ancient life-giving properties of a fire tend to also draw families and friends together. Burning embers and dancing flames encourage us to sit in circular groups as we warm ourselves in chilling evening air. Let's together visualise ourselves joining a group around an open fire. Pause for a moment with an intentional breath to take in the scene around you. Is there someone you know by this fire, or are you finding new friends and inspiration here? Take a moment to imagine these surroundings. We might be inspired to poke at the logs with sticks or simply sit in the vicinity to watch the orange flames dance within their circle. The flames of a campfire tend to draw me into a contemplative mood as I watch them inscribe crocodile scales on dried timber chunks or send the ash of a leaf or twig aloft with the rising heat that escapes from each poked, turned or repositioned log. Can you sit around an open fire outdoors and not be relaxed? Not take in the micro details of the process? Visualise yourself now sitting comfortably around a fire pit or a campfire. You can take yourself down memory lane if you wish to recall an actual interaction, or you can choose to allow images to grow and manifest within the context of the story I share. 
I'll invite you now to inhale the warmth of this circle. And as you exhale, to release any tension you might have held before you arrived here. Go ahead. Breathe in the virtual scent of crackling fire and allow the medicine of those cedar boughs to rise and settle within the circle to impart their protective embrace cedar is often known for. Inhale deeply to invite the thought and intention of cedar into your interior chambers as you visualize smoky plumes rising from the fire. Invite the medicine of cedar to refresh your system on the inhale. Visualize the earthy aroma as it flows within. Invite it to soothe and to purify. As you release each subsequent breath, invite any tensions you hold in your body to follow the curling plumes of smoke as they rise and dissipate into the darkening sky of early evening. Breathing intentionally, we accept the aroma of cedar and allow the traditional medicine of this aromatic botanical to help us to heal. Our family has had some lovely communal gatherings around the fire pit at the cottage with family and friends and neighbours in small groups and large. As you are taking stock of your breath and allowing some of your own imagery to accompany my story, I would invite you to take in a few intentional breaths to remind the body of the time you have dedicated to yourself. We all deserve a little break, a few moments to be with ourselves, being present and opening to the medicinal gifts the universe provides Allow yourself to get quiet, to rest and to pause here around this fire. Visualise yourself settled into the camp chair, listening to the crackling of the fire. Breathe with intention and simply appreciate the action of the experience. The flares and flashes of orange flames as they ebb and flow within the confines of the circle they are contained within. Breathe with intention and accept the quiet and stillness of the surroundings where the air cools and stills beyond the fire's light. Breathe with intention and gratitude as you invite the traditional medicine of cedar Visualize the healing tendrils of this sacred fire within. Allow the medicinal essence to purify your interior systems as you relax and recalibrate in the shared comfortable circle of campers sharing in this restorative moment together. Breathe with intention as you invite the sacred fire to ignite your passion to soften the stresses you carry as you relax into this cosy, warm and comforting scene. Notice the flames as they settle and quiet, just as you have 
around the perimeter of this glowing and light-filled circle. You are welcome to pause here in this image of this casual and relaxed moment, or if, like me, you find it is time to return to the routines of your day, I'd like to share the few words I use at the end of my yoga practice each day to conclude our meditative moment. I use the term Great Spirit in my salutation because that feels comfortable to me, but please feel free to substitute your own terminology if that feels more appropriate for you. Great Spirit, I say, I thank you for bringing us to this moment to share in each other's company. I am grateful for your love and your light, for your guidance, protection and inspiration. I ask to remain within your fold and that additionally you might help us to be loving, kind, generous, wise and confident in our words and actions to those around us, and especially to ourselves. Namaste. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate your time and commitment and hope you are finding things that resonate for you within the stories and reflections I share. I've posted visuals on my blog, which you can find on my website, www.mandart.ca. That's mand, short for Amanda, and art, what I do, all one word. The C-A means Canada. www.mandart.ca I hope you stop in to take a look and send me your questions and comments. I'd love to hear how you are finding wisdom at the crossroads, where action and presence meet. Bye now.